العجيب سلام عليكم كنت سلام طلعت كده اتفضلي ويلكم تو سو سناك في شاي جوه بس قديم شويه مساء الخير اتس مي اتس يو ام جيد علي يس اف يو هافنت جيست اوريدي بيكوز اوف ماي بيوتيفول سلكي سموث فويس ايف بين اوت فور ا فيو ابيسودز بس ام باك اوكيجنالي اون ذس Season two, much awaited and and you know speculated about season two. Yeah, you, the media has been going crazy these last past few years. You, you know? thought soon stack season two is coming soon. Well, it's it, been five years. Yeah. It's soon enough if you're seventy <laughs> or something, and and we're back. I mean, Nadia's back, and sometimes I'm back, and sometimes I'm not because I like to live that way. And yes, how we how have you been, Nadia? Good, thank you. Alhamdulillah. But we did have a very adventurous weekend. We did. And we're going to talk about that on today's episode. Yes, so today's episode is about that infamous March 12th, 2020, Thursday, where things went more than sideways, really, weather-wise. In Egypt, we were not... People were taking it lightly and joking about it the day before because, like, the but government think, gave a day I off. I think Egyptians just take everything. Yeah, but like, if the government gives a day off, I start panicking because they rarely do on these things. And I was like, I don't so know, what's so exactly going to happen that day? People were like, oh, it's for Corona, but some of it's really people thought that. Yeah, people were like, people they're like afraid of Corona, but I'm going to go and then the next day they were like, okay, if you nobody, nobody looked at the app where the app was like, it's a hundred percent rain. Does anyone really look at the app and take it seriously? But they did once it started raining, or once exactly they felt the weather change, exactly, which is one thing, you know, like, uh, or maybe, or maybe a certain type of person was like, okay, yeah. you do realize no, it's also it's because rain. I think it's a, it's not part of our culture to look at like speeds of the wind it definitely isn't because like that's one perk of living in Egypt you're like it's most probably going to be sunny tomorrow <laughs> to be honest Saraha, I used to not do that much but I felt yeah, like well, last I summer don't. in England for sure last summer to, like, I, I, it's I, a thing to look at the weather for us <laughs> I, last summer I didn't go to like I didn't get to get a lot of time off so I would go to Masalan Sahel on some weekends yeah but when I would go I'd be looking at the forecast just to see the wind speed dash and I know that if it's too windy it's not gonna be a nice day it's gonna be like yeah. or, or if it's not windy at all it's gonna be super hot but it's not gonna be pleasant yeah I think if, if, that's when if, I actually if it's started on your agenda to know if you're gonna enjoy the day but on a day-to-day basis I think generally people don't look at the weather in we Egypt. don't because in Egypt it's kind of predictable it's like oh yeah, it's gonna be probably I mean. very hot in the day and then okay in the afternoon yeah so yeah and and uh, it's it's just not part of our culture to look at it daily because people who live outside i mean in, in europe or america or whatever few seasons lesson it started thursday night wednesday night actually and then thursday yeah. by the by midday thursday things were getting really really bleak. bad literally bleak like at 1 yeah. p.m remember everyone posted about like the yeah. sky was red so e- egypt's uh, i mean people i think online called a medicane which i've never even heard that word before uh, no we had everyone, it last year this everyone, medicane thing yeah but it's not a common word that people know everyone knows the word hurricane but medicane medicane i don't even know because it say has it. to do with mediterranean because it's like the uh, mediterranean is a sea and not an ocean yeah hurricanes usually pass by oceans and that's what gives them the momentum really 
So yeah, I heard, you didn't read the article. But I thought it was more to do with wind, like hurricanes, more wind. But you can't have more wind in the sea. Like there's a limit for the Mediterranean Sea. It has to do with its depth because it's not as deep as the oceans. Mm-hmm. So that's why winds can't pass a certain level, or literally the sea will start like splashing on all the other places around it because it's not deep enough. It's very easy to lift. Yeah, it's not a huge, heavy body of water that is cold and heavy. It's actually there's a I, lot of science yeah, behind let's it. Not, let's not delve <laughs> it's into like, this. Like, where did the water come from? <laughs> let's not delve into this. Let, we'll make another episode about the Mediterranean with uh, yours truly, biologist uh, slash geologist Amgad. Ali Salim? Mediologist. Basically. Yes. Wednesday, Thursday, there was a lot of rain. And at one point, everyone's looking out the window and there was, I've never experienced anything like it. And I'm from England, like the country known for rain. But there was a point, maybe about five, ten minutes of absolutely hard torrential rain. And it was scary. But you always have that self, like you have that type of coziness because you're like, okay, I'm inside, I'm dry. But then, but not for long. But then, <laughs> then you realize, hey, Egypt's not built for rain. Yeah, we well, definitely are not. Doesn't matter what kind of class you live in. If you live in a nice place, if you live in a, a not it's actually so nice the nice place. places that were like most uh, damaged this time. But then a lot of people who live in uh, not quite nice areas or not nice villages, there wasn't a lot of coverage. Yeah, definitely. But like, I mean, compared to the other areas of Cairo, like like yeah. downtown and everything. But they, but did they actually get the same amount of rain? At some point, yeah. But like, but, but some is that people because say of the that renovations downtown, that downtown has had? Actually, it's because some, some people say that there was a dedicated rain uh, drainage, drainage in downtown, back from like the Khedival Cairo, like back yeah. from when they made it. Because rarely downtown suffers that, that problem, Aslan, with mm-hmm. heavy rain. But what about Masa Gedida? Masa Gedida was bad at some places, yeah. but uh, apparently with the new things that they did with the bridges, they actually worked on... The drainage shoya as well because mm-hmm. it wasn't as bad. Even the tunnels are usually drowned. But then again, that's the same company that built Suez Road, right? And Suez Road. Yeah, they're all under the same authority. A really, of an issue. Yeah, we say that by Friday. By experience. F- by Friday, we would remember when we went there and there was literally a truck floating in that yeah. little puddle. You know, it's not a puddle, it's a small <laughs> it's <a> lake. lake. <laughs> and the, the bigger problem was that on the sides of the road, there was a landslide. So yeah. the road was almost hanging on nothing, which is pretty scary. But uh, but now they, 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 they fixed it. So, but that that wasn't just the areas that had sand next to it. It was like the U turns at the end, like yeah. all the water would just trickle down the U turn or down the bridge and then to the like gathered to the end yeah so is that gonna be fixed or i mean i'm not uh you t- you're not talking to the governor of cairo you know i, I don't you know, know a lot more information inside yeah but uh, we're talking to the internet i'm not i don't want to <laughs> spread misinformation i mean they're, they're gonna fix it of course yeah as i was coming today which is a few days after yani i was passing by suez road and yeah. all the almost all the drowned areas are being خلاص are dry yeah and they got all these cars that اللي بيشفطوا الميه دي ف it's sorted in a lot of places بس مثلا back roads in تجمع لا some of them still have puddles they yeah. haven't fixed it and 
It's bad because people but think it's is, okay now. Like, I brought up but in Suez the future, Road is because it's recently been surfaced, just like the bridges in Mosegrida. Very recently. And so, if you're gonna put that effort and labor into making a brand new road, surely, like you've considered the fact you see that, that the, we seem to be getting more rain now here in Egypt. That goes with the what I was telling you. If you like, always, I'm always saying that uh, for you listeners who don't know what I always say. What I always say is. We're very good at building things and never good at keeping them up. Or planning. Ever. Like, that's that's the whole point of planning. If you're planning a place. Yeah. It's not just, I finish building. It's, Salaamu Alaikum. Shukran. It's, Ba'ad yeah. 50 sana. How's it going to look like? <laughs> yeah. Because that's the problem with everything we do. Which is just so ironic as we are. Because sometimes we build things that are much more impressive than some things you can find in Europe or America or whatever. But it's like, cool. Ha, uh, 10 years time. <laughs> Not even 10 years time, one year time, just the dust settles. Do you think in. that every country has a certain amount of like knowledge throughout their civilization? Yeah. And we, as ancient Egyptians, used all our knowledge, 99% of our knowledge, and we are just left with this 1%. I think, yeah. <laughs> because, like, if you consider the people who built such things like the pyramids, they had planned. Very well and executed very well. But that's the thing, though. Did they <laughs> so actually? So now we're like. But when you think of it, they, did they do any maintenance after they're done? I mean, it's been seven thousand years and nobody's touched it. So I think we're. Yeah, but has we it needed love, maintenance? We love to build things that don't need the maintenance. Like just leave it there. It's, just, it's gonna be okay. Yeah, but they planned that people are gonna be thieves and try and get in. So they planned escape or, or, or trap uh, rooms trap and rooms. all. Yeah, but the people still stole the stuff. But I'm pretty sure the escape. I think the, Egyptians the Egyptians understood very early on that nothing beats time. So just build it as best as you can and then let it go. <laughs> just let it rot. It's gonna. Yeah. I don't know. But they didn't though. <laughs> no, it's still like, standing. Yeah. <laughs> pretty that's impressive. The, that's the thing. Like, like we have a problem in our mentality and the fact, and the fact that they aligned it with the stars like mashallah <laughs> I mean yeah that's the thing we're very impressive on some sides and, and then, then other and then, sides and then like, you have the current Egypt that can't even align the lines on the road exactly like you can <laughs> obviously see the building like like becoming a tower of Pisa as you're on the road and you're like oh people are living in there cool no I mean the lines on the road like the white lines on the road uh, like, are you referring uh, to the Hurgada roads I'm referring to a lot of the roads <laughs> <laughs> it was especially bad on the Horgada road, as yeah, you said. Like, is this a mirage or are the lines of the road just yeah. wobbly wobbly? The thing is, how did you make it the wobbly wobbly when it's obviously a, a car with the thing that sprays the thing? Like, it can't wobble wobble. But is it or is it someone with a paintbrush? Paintbrush for like two, like yeah. 25 kilometers? What kind of You can never know until you see. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's a paintbrush. <laughs> I would give up on the and in the first kilometer, really. Like, <laughs> what's the point? Yeah. I started a conversation. I just realized we're, we're making this whole episode in English, which is unlike one back in the day. But like, yeah, we're actually talking to English-speaking people now. Yeah, but that's what I said in the first episode. That I feel like for me it's easier because it's my mother tongue, and there are a lot of people now. I definitely want to make an episode talking about the languages in Egypt because there are a lot of people that talk entirely in English and there are a lot of new products even that are entirely in English. Yeah, that's true. And you're like, what about Arabic? Surely this is the priority. I mean, that's the standard anyway, Nadia. So people are trying oh, to find new audiences, new niche audiences to listen to yeah, things. So like they're trying to... I'm pretty sure there's still a high audience 
Of course there is. It's literally the main audience. Exactly. So why are people putting so much effort into it? Because it's very easy to fall into. This is for another episode. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Let's make this another episode about... I think think we talk in English because firstly... It's 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 then one category. This is an English speaking yeah. podcast. Also, about please Egypt. please don't go in the comments and say I'm get ma'wug we kalim English to the This is what we do now. We do an English podcast. So please, if you're looking for an Arabic product, this is not for you. And then I think if people there are definitely there's definitely an audience out there that I mentioned that are uh, English speaking or they understand English. And they've come to live in Egypt or they want to know about Egypt and they're abroad. So I feel like this would be interesting. So we're low key helping with with tourism. You know what I'm saying? Tourism and just general knowledge because (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm I'm trying to get us sponsors, man. I didn't say that. I'm saying and (laughs) the people who aren't Egyptians, but they live in Egypt. Or live abroad and want to know about it. Yeah. Um... Raining in Egypt is becoming a common thing now. I think so. And like heavy, like heavy, violent rain. Like for us, this is heavy and violent. Like I know, for like, anyone, this is heavy and violent. Maybe you know, it's it like, well, like what we had on, in October was just, it was normal. It was just not planned. It was well. constant. Though. Yeah. Yeah. It's the fact that I think it's not about how hard it rains. It's about the fact that it's like we're the not ready for rain that can end. go on for like six hours. Yeah. Even if it's just drizzle for six hours. The end, yeah. It builds up really bad. Like in Egypt, it's just... Half an hour of heavy rain, and then you can like stay for two, four, two, three, four weeks, no rain. You know? Yeah. But the fact that you had like a full day of just rain and rain and rain, it's just hard to like for us to manage while the rain is still happening. We're just so used to the sun coming up and like kind of drying drying things with us anyway. Drizzle, yeah. (laughs) You know? But we're getting more amounts of rain. So, yeah. Or more sudden amounts of rain. So, speaking about that, uh, I I, uh, heard. a statement from a spokesperson for the Ministry of Agriculture and 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 Water Resources, mm. who said that we still don't have a dedicated rain drainage system in Egypt that covers yeah. the whole country, and for us to do that, it will need four hundred billion <laughs> Egyptian pounds, which for in our people in the UK, that is about twenty billion. Uh, sterling it's, it's pounds a lot of money. <laughs> for our peeps in the US that's like 30 something billion dollars it's a lot of money it's a lot yeah. yeah so and we still have a lot of villages that don't have but even normal drainage that's why I brought up the whole idea is we just built a road and not think why, of the future yeah. yeah and we've already experienced some degree of flooding I, th- I think and they learned the lesson degree. from this one no. <laughs> from this special event like because like yeah because that road isn't even was, inaugurated yet like it's not even working yeah, you don't even pay the car the toll yet. station yet yeah yeah and boy, I lost my train of thought the fact that it's new and and this happened is and it was a very m- memorable day like we said it rained it started well no it started thunder storm yeah like the wednesday night and then thursday it, 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 the rain started and then With at the 1 p.m it went dark and red first it went dark so the street lights came on because they're like what night time yeah and even the birds went, started like let's yeah. go home and then it went red and it yeah. was very scary it was scary I was and very scared. this comes at a time where <laughs> 
there's a lot of scary things happening in 2020. And then you get a very surreal it's, it's almost like an apolo- apocalyptic scene from a movie. Definitely, because like, I've never seen this guy yeah. red and dark at one. For those yeah, who weren't lucky like enough midday. or unlucky enough to see it, it yeah. was you can just look at people's stories of that day. It was definitely that feeling of the calm before the storm. But yeah, the storm was like already brewing. Yeah, <laughs> and so this was this was, or technically a sandstorm, but just a very high altitude yeah but we didn't actually feel any sand yeah. on the ground but like it was passing in over uh, in the sky which is why the, it had this orange slash red tint mm. and did that was... did that make the rain coming down sandy because like there was a lot of sand in the aftermath i think so yeah 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 because there was a lot of like big chunky sand that came down from all the clear it's just a lot of a lot of rain with dust and sand in it yeah so it was a. Uh, I mean, everyone remember everyone who's been in Egypt or in Cairo that day knows. People in Alexandria, though, since I am from Alexandria, yeah, didn't feel it as much. No. And here's a message to all my Alexandrian people. I'm from Alexandria, and this is not just. Ooh, it's a normal rain day in Alex. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was not. And I know Alexandrian rain, and it was not like that. Like yeah. you guys didn't feel anything. Alhamdulillah, rain, we're going to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> we don't even have the infrastructure that Tagamma has, and Tagamma's infrastructure is bad. <laughs> you know, like yeah, it's on a whole other <laughs> level. For like, for things were not as bad in Alexandria. It's yeah. just Cairo felt it the most, really. And the next day was October, which is like the whole storm went all the way to October. Yeah. So like it's all of Cairo October. felt it. Yeah. If you listen, that's not just a month. It it's October it's, City. Yeah. It's a place. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sheikh Zayed. It's Sheikh Zayed, basically. Yeah. 6th of October City. Yes. Uh, yeah. But to be honest, I'm actually thinking if people hadn't had a day off it would definitely it would have, have been, been much worse yeah i mean um, if you if you had given got like sent your children to school that would be terrifying for people yeah. and there would be definitely be a lot more problems problems yeah we want to give a suit snack shout out to the people to the jeep club yeah i mean oh, we're not sure if it's jeep actually club. the jeep club or just some the of them owners or but like the yeah people. i think one of the names is uh, amr khairi uh, there's I, I don't remember all the names But yeah. uh, these are the people Who were mostly In Masri Gdida Madinat Nasr Tagamma And some of yeah. them Went to Maadi And downtown And the owners, with their all With their Wrangler Jeeps Owners of Jeeps That went out And saved people That Yeah didn't have jeeps <laughs> exactly they told everyone yeah. they could uh, out of the puddles and it was a good it was a good vibe basically, it was that you could feel that people and then you had other types of people we won't give a shout out to which had jeeps but were just water skiing in the filthy puddles <laughs> like firstly that's nasty like that's muddy water secondly there are people drowning go save them <laughs> Nadia is really bitter about those people who made videos. I'm not bitter. It's funny, but it would be funny if there were people drowning. Yeah, (laughs) and their cars getting ruined. That's true. Also, uh, the, the the whole vibe around the thing was positive because one of the people who had a jeep that actually broke down because of all the off roading inside mm-hmm. water the work he's been doing, he's had his engine completely 
destroyed yeah and the the um, the people like the the factory that makes jeeps in egypt which is like uh, actually got in touch with him and will fix it for, uh, for no money you didn't nice. know that no i didn't yeah it came on tv and everything like he's gonna get his whole car restored yeah because like, mint a, condition Good citizen. Yeah, Aslan. If you think of it, like it's such a good marketing move from any company. That's what companies don't understand in Egypt, especially in the car business. Mm -hmm. It's just like it's not going to cost you that much money as a company, and it's going to be like so well received by everyone. So why not do it? Like why? Why? Why do you think people have to just come for you and like hope that you give them a car? Just in general, it's a good way of saying thank you for being a good. It is, but like it's also showing that the capability. Let me suggest that these people are just evil and they just want to do marketing. It's still good marketing. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you do it, Yanni? It's it's a good move, but I wish more people would just do it because really nobody doesn't benefit from this. You benefit, the people benefit, everyone benefits. Why not do it? Yeah, it's not an equation that you really lose any money in. If it was a good move, I just wish more people would understand that these kinds of things matter on a corporate level and on a societal level. It just works both ways, Yanni. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm delving into cars again because I've been working on cars lately. Yeah. For you, for those of you who don't know, I work on the other thing on the side with someone. I'll just let you go on YouTube and look yeah, for it. We can, we, can, we can link the yeah. secret in the show notes of the podcast. Yes, or give him a shout out if we do a car car in, episode. In episode yeah. Yeah. So, so hook, well done to all up, the Jeep and four by four owners in Egypt yes. or Cairo. Yes. That helped. I think I even saw some people help, like some people in a Jeep help a police car in the water. <laughs> You're like, oh. Nice. But bravo. Yes. It's just a snack shout out to you. So now, now we're getting, like, now Egypt is accepting that it kind of is turning into Europe or. Climate change is happening, or something is definitely happening, and it is raining more. Both the infrastructure of the roads can't handle it, and sometimes some houses cannot handle it. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter where you get your windows Not from. Some. <laughs> <laughs> Not some houses, most houses really yeah. like had a problem with leaking somehow. Yeah. But and like, uh... it's interesting that you can have a window that's made. In Europe, but if you install it in Egypt, it won't necessarily because work. It's like, an, it's, it's an <laughs> won't necessarily work. Like, it's like, a lovely Egyptian worker who installed it. Yeah, so. it won't necessarily work like it does in England or Europe. And we saw that very funny meme of expectations on a rainy day where you're all snuggled by the window. And the reality is that the, 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 the rain the- is leaking through the window. And, and you, you just put there with a bucket, just <laughs> and like like all sorts of cloths that you can find. Yeah, not exactly as romantic as yeah. people would expect. So there's expect. there's a note to any um, interior construction people out there that. And especially the Rain workers. Is if I hear now. one more worker say, Yeah, I'm nobody says, Oh, it doesn't rain ever in Egypt. For like, because it does now. Because exactly, it literally does now. So don't don't, don't just finish your job like like half 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 butt it and then like tell and me. And that's that's also to, towards architecture now. <laughs> for people who build 
any compound, whatever, any new, especially, and, and I'm not, who, I'm not even talking about having houses built. You know, you know the ironic thing is you saw those, you saw those buildings that the government built for all the people who used to live in in uh, in yeah. uh, Ashwaiyat. Yeah. I mean, what's Ashwaiyat in English? I don't know. Uh, um, uh, wait, I know it. Yes. I know it. It's just not in my, my mouth right now. Okay. <laughs> People oh, who were taking, people who were basically living in the garbage, and, oh, and, and the government slums, yeah, slums, okay. yes, I got it. For all the for all these buildings that the government did for the people who were in the slums, and all these mini cities that they made for them to move them from slums to like more civilized places, these yeah. places did not did not have problems with the rain. Mm. So like they had proper drainage. Yeah. Because it was built from A to Z with someone that had a plan, which mm. is exactly our point, you know. And some of these places are really like they're next to Tagama. They were yeah, touched yeah, by yeah. the amount of rain. It's yeah. not like they were in drier areas. So sure. like, so like, that's the thing. If you go to a multi-million compound yeah. where you paid a lot of money and mm. you paid like service fees, because in Egypt nowadays, if you buy anything that has to do with compounds or like modern housing societies or whatever, you pay inside the sum of money of the building or like the house, something called the service amount, which is like a percentage of the house uh, price that they put in the bank to spend the money on the service for your place. Yeah. Okay. So if you, if you, if you promise such high quality housing, actually people who build compounds don't get it. It's not pretty houses. You have a bigger responsibility because you're telling them that their lifestyle is going to be much better than living yeah. on the street outside Yeah. or like in any just random and building. Instead of actually advertising it on so millions of billboards, you have to deliver. Exactly. So you're also, you're also promising them that you're basically a mini government who's going to do the drainage for them, do the streets for them, make mm. sure all, everything is working fine. Yeah. Cause I you're mean, responsible that's, that's in front of them. That's the whole idea of a compound. You exactly. Are what happens instead is people find themselves completely on their own. They don't know what's wrong. They don't know what's going on. One of my friends had the power cut for four days and he's in a compound. Four day power cut. And the water was all dry by the second day. Lee, hmm. Yani. And then you don't know, like, as a person who lives there, you don't know who to fight with. The yeah. compound, the government, the government will be like, oh, it's not our problem, it's the yeah. compound. The compound is but like, gave you the it's a main it's cable, it. it's not us. Like, it's never going to get solved. Mm. People need to sort this out or people will just stop working in compound, like living in compounds and will make their own houses with halas since yeah. it's the, tr- the same trouble anyway, you know? Private housing uh, companies, y'all got a lot of catching up to do. (laughs) Watch your bags. And I think that's also a note for people who live in compounds, like... If if you're if you're paying for the service, make sure you get it as well. I mean, I know it's a hard situation. It is. Uh, I also wanted to say that because it happened recently, and this was at a time where the world was telling us to wash our hands. Yeah. <laughs> and we had a plethora of dirty water around us. Mm-hmm. And then some people had no water yeah. in their houses to wash their hands. There's so many comics about this. Like, yeah. Wash your hands because of Corona. And then but where no is water. the water? <laughs> but there's only rainwater. <laughs> so this was an interesting thing. But again, even though it wasn't a nice thing to have, maybe it was the right way of dealing with the situation if when you have a a city with a bad infrastructure for rain yeah like there was no no infrastructure for rain it's just the yeah. normal drainage they're using to like yeah. drain all the rainwater which yeah 
If you imagine if we did actually have water and the rain and everything is just overflowing. Exactly. It would because be it right. did overflow in some places. Yeah, that's it was really definitely bad. Right. So even though it was a bad bad for people in their houses, it was the right move to do for I think so. People city. don't realize that. Yeah. It's it's hard to see it because you only see what's negative about it. But mm. I think this day would have been would probably would have gone much, much worse than if some of these steps weren't taken. Mm. That's always a tip as well, is just to keep some sort of bottle of water to wash that they to do anything for. Yeah. emergencies and people who complained about having like a like a day of no water or a day and a half That's... back in university days where i lived i had yeah. a seven day water cut <laughs> and this is the kind of stuff that makes That's you the thing like this is the kind of thing that makes you realize why. how many blessings you have in your life by just yeah. having some water in the tap because yeah. especially for people who are like kind of ocd like mm. I go in from outside. I like to wash my hands right yeah, away. It's, it's kind of a thing. Like it yeah. feels dusty. I can feel it on my yeah, hand. Yeah, that's a, that's part of living. So like, a lot of yeah. So like, that. if you don't have that, it's just it's bad sometimes. Yeah. Like for a few days, you know, I would have to go to university and be like, "Do you guys have water?" That's <laughs> the thing I never understand. Like, where you have a culture where Egypt is kind of growing out of where they live and growing into new land. Do you finish the infrastructure 100% and then people live in it? So they live with water and all the essentials. But sometimes when you have the idea of compounds and things like that, sometimes you need to cut off the water to finish building or to finish this. So it's like, should people live in there or should they wait until everything's finished? That's true. Because you have compounds delivering way too early. Yeah, and people, people living, living there, moving there, yeah. and they're like, oh, wait, we don't have water. Remember, it's, it's remember New Cairo back in the day would be like the middle of the desert and yeah. there's like a full-on compound with its walls <laughs> built and it's supposedly working. Mm. It was really weird. It still happens today, but like it's yeah. less and less like that because New Cairo is like almost done really. It's just... But I think, is that is that happening in the new capital? Nobody's moving into the new capital yeah, yet. No. They're finishing everything. Yeah. Before people yeah. move in. Yeah. The whole so infrastructure and like all those tunnels and everything is yeah. completely done. It it wasn't really like like damaged by any of the rain this time. Khalas. Yeah. And Which people is something they hadn't moved in. Straight away, like during the rain. They were yeah. like, oh, and by the I way. I think their plan is kind of smart because it's going to start off as not a housing community, but as just the government is going to move there. Yeah. First, mm. like without living there. And then like all the workers are going to go there daily. Mm. And then people are going to move into the houses in the later stages. So like, it's yeah. not going to be a housing place. It's going to be like a work center then people will start living there mm. so I, I think it's more gradual i mean that's that's as far as i know but i'm not working there but like i i like to that's, keep up with yeah. their news yeah mm. ever since they remember that episode we did five years ago <laughs> about the concept of the new capital yeah we can definitely an do an updated version damn things are getting real yeah we can definitely do an updated version i think yeah. throughout going through everything we realize oh that's a new good good idea but we'd also appreciate if the listeners if you're enjoying this episode give us some ideas if you like to listen yes. to any more episode topics you'd like to talk about yeah so yeah i think that covers it i don't know it's been yeah 
half an hour. Let's wrap it up. Yes. So let's wrap it up. Follow us wherever you like. We are yes. on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Sometimes. Yes. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we are sometimes on YouTube. And if so sometimes subscribe. <laughs> if you'd like any dedicated episodes, give us ideas and hashtag Sootsnack. That's S O T S N A C K. Hey. And thanks for joining us for another Sootsnack episode. Yeah. I'll see you in the next one. I'll see you next week, inshallah. Bye. Bye.